Hi everyone, welcome to today's Prophetically Driven Words of Wisdom with Chanel. This message is to whoever it applies. If you're in the midst of thinking about your next business or endeavors or even becoming a content creator on whatever platform, understand that you just carry yourself in a manner that it's a work environment. So the people you encounter as associates or that you make tangible connections with and consider yourself may have a close connection to or relationship, however it go for you and however it's set up for you, understand that you want to treat it like it's a work environment in a manner that even if you consider someone trustworthy and there's a close connection, move accordingly. Don't allow yourself to be easily influenced by your peers, no matter your age. Be aware if you're be aware of yourself so that you're not easily swayed or manipulated to play a part in someone else's corrupt or evil agenda towards another just on the sole basis of they being a work associate or connection that brings you more views and likes or even more connections. Because you know how you come along and you meet certain people on certain platforms that you may consider you can befriend or be cordial or associates with. Move accordingly because you never know who will come and befriend you just to gather information from you. Don't share what you don't want to be repeated. No matter how trusting a person may present themselves. Um, what else did I want to say? Understand that just because a person you associate yourself with or collab with or have made some form of connection from a distance with on social media, their fight is not necessarily your fight. Just because they don't like an individual doesn't mean you have to join in to whatever conflict, chaos, drama, bitterness, resentment, disdain, dislike that they share for that person. How you build your own influence, anointing, and wisdom and spiritual strength is to be able to look at it from both perspectives. It only helps you grow and it only helps you that much of a more help to those who you're speaking to if you are an encourager or or someone who gives spiritual messages or read the Bible and stuff like that. Don't allow yourself to be constricted within the mind based off of someone else's plight with another who you don't know even if you admire the individual or you look up to or you respect the individual who may be going through the situation 
even if you're able to talk to that person on a personal level and not talk to the other person, you're only getting one side of the situation. So you would move accordingly. And all that would look like is if they got something to say concerning the individual, you don't have to incorporate yourself to share their same view if you don't share that same view or if they're pointing out something negative be able to be the one that can point out something nice because at the end of the day when judgment is called or when judgment is released in whatever time and God deems you want to have coverage yourself. You want to look good to God, not your people, not the people you associating and building connections with. Of course, you want to present yourself to be the best version of yourself and let your work show itself. Let your anointing prove itself. Let the wisdom that you have within you show itself, right? But understand that. When God places judgment or calls judgment concerning the thing, if that person is falling under judgment, you want to be protected. You want to be able to be like, well, God, I tried. I tried to do this and I tried to do this. I tried to blah, 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 blah. But really, not that you tried, you actually did. You getting one I'm trying to say, well, you can be able to know, well, I'm not going to have to take a part of that judgment because I didn't allow myself to be roped into the drama or the conflict or have to have a say in a negative narrative to add to whatever negative narrative that was being spoken or presented to you with lack of knowledge or you being unaware of everything that was going on, understanding that. Though you may view a person in a certain light, that doesn't always mean that's how they're going to move in a respectable manner. There's a lot of people who lost respect by feeling like they were so elevated in their mind and in their world and used to just having people as yes men and yes women who fuel their demonic motive of greed, envy, jealousy, wanting to tear people down, wanting to knock people off their top, wanting to destroy another solely based off of wanting what that person has or wanting to beat out that person when it's not even a cause or a reason. Just because you have you work in the same field or niche doesn't mean that that person has to be your competitor. It's something within you that makes that person your competitor. And I'm talking for people who are content creators. Understand that, yes, certain, um, you know, industry brands and stuff like that, they have competitors. But in your regular day-to-day life, you shouldn't be looking at somebody like they're your competitor. Even if you do music and they do music, the goal is to be 
the best version of you and your anointing and your gift and your talent that you can possibly be. If you go into it looking at it like competitor or their competitor, you're going to get in a certain mind frame to where you do anything to beat out the competitor that goes and extends far beyond your gift, talent, anointing, and what God is even allowing you you will step across God's boundaries for you in order to be out a person because you allow yourself to move in that competitiveness even if you know you're in a competitive field even if you know that you have competitors when you step out into the endeavor into the field whether it's new to you or not your view is not Thinking about the competitor. How you can beat this person. You can look at that person and see, okay, whatever area that they grow in or whatever it is that they have more concerning you. I mean, the other than you. You can look at it as a goal that you can accomplish. But to look at it as though you have to beat them out. You have to be the one. You have to be the number, the best of all concerning whatever your niche is. You're gonna if it is intended for you to receive a title and a and a what is it called? Like a spotlight recognition of that type of title of being the greatest of something, the best at something, the most creative, whatever it is. You want it to be from you just putting your best foot forward and doing what you do and it just coming out and it's it's you and you just that good versus you had to go you had to do pay people to sabotage this person, pay people to downcast this person, talk about this person's bedroom, spread lies. That shows your lack of integrity. So really, even if you get that title or that recognition, it's not even really due to you. Because it's shown otherwise by your actions of what you did behind the scenes that other people may not see you doing. Remember, you working to better how you are viewed to God versus man. Because even when you put your best foot forward and you moving in exactly the most purest heart state and with respectable manners, people will find things to discredit your purity. They will find things to discredit your light. They will find things to discredit and mix up and twist the intentions behind your words, your acts, your deeds. Oh, you did something kind for someone and and it was a lot of people around. Oh, well, she just did it or he just did it because he, they wanted people to see him. Or you did a kind of act and you recorded it and you put it on social media and your intention it wasn't to get likes and views, but the video went viral and you got people talking junk saying, oh, you just did it so you can see people, so people can see you doing this so you can get praise. But whole time, nah, that was nowhere even on your mind. You just wanted to do a kind of act. And the reasons behind you recording it was to maybe show that there still are good-hearted people out here. But they'll twist your intentions 
to benefit whatever narrative they want to put on you, right? So, move accordingly even when you are with people you consider trustworthy that you met from off of the internet. Even people that you met in person. Their fight is not your fight, so don't add yourself to a fight that doesn't pertain to you. Even if you have a two cents to say about it or whatever, don't make enemies where you don't have to make enemies. Because where you can be cool or friends with this person today, they could turn on you tomorrow, but that person who they was talking about so bad they get you exiled or or try to shun you out of their group or make you feel isolated but that individual who they tried to do that to before was trying to tell you that they was doing that but because you seen them in a different light you bypass the stuff that you did see that's also a form of idolization which is when you hear me speaking about, you know, don't idolize. We're not supposed to idolize celebrities or the person who you admire. They give. You got to make sure it's admiration and not idolization. You know, you idolizing a person when they can do no wrong in your eyes, and right before your eyes, they're doing wrong, and you give them pass on it, and you are the one with the power to call the judgment on the situation or be the mediator in the situation or put a halt or a stop to the situation that is of harm to not just the person that they're ganging up on but the masses of individuals who's going to see this and then it's going to look like oh there is nobody um nobody going to do their part as the authority in the situation when I'm knowing this authorities and authority doesn't have to be an officer or a police officer or nothing authority is the person that's the head of whatever organization they may be a part of the person that has control or power to put a halt to certain things but if they know that you're the authority and you just giving everybody a pass and they shouldn't be getting passes. They supposed to get judged just how everybody else get judged or reprimanded or whatever the word may be for the situation at hand, right? Cause to God, if you supposed to be the authority where you bring judgment, halt, or stop, or intervene or mediate concerning it, and you don't, but you fuel it, you're gonna look just like everybody up under you to God. And that authority he give you, he'll, it'll dwindle away. And before you know it, you'll be wondering why when you say a, a word that's supposed to have authority attached to it, it's not having that effect spiritually or physically. Because you, if you don't use it, it's get took from you. And if, in situations where you see people getting ganged up on, picked on, humiliated, mocked, persecuted, and you have an authority, you are an authority spiritually or physically. Even if you are one physically, like if you got, 
like the credentials and all of that. The spiritual aspect of your authority can still be taken and stripped from you spiritually because you're not using it. Because you have people who they have the authority to do something, but they will let all the negative pass and then use power, abuse of power on the innocent one in the situation. Oh, I didn't like how they said this. I didn't like how they responded. But you ain't. You watched all of them do all of this harmful stuff that even affect masses and collectives of individual. But you only looking at this person because you ain't like their response to the n- negativity or the false narratives or the lies and the rumors, slander and the campaign that was done against them that you've seen. But you only focused on their response. In defending themselves, and you bring judgment on that person harshly, or you abuse your power concerning that person, and never use your authority to mediate the situation, to bring the situation to a halt. Stuff like that, God can take your authority for that, and it's gonna have an effect in your life. And that's different than that's different when God take your authority versus somebody undermining your authority. Cause even the person undermining your authority, spiritually or physically, all you gotta do is go to Father God. You can call judgment on that. And they're gonna reap consequences for it because Authority is an authority for a reason. If you reach a level of being an authority in the realm of the spirit, everybody has authority. Some people have a lack of authority because they have given it over to Satan or they gave it over to whoever they let rule or reign over their life or they never use it so it's inactive or it was taken from them or arrested due to some form of sin or act or or whatever it is in their life. But there's consequences of you not using your, your authority. There's consequences of you misusing and abusing authority. Just how a person, if a person is caught and a person go report that a, somebody at the head is abusing their authority and, and they bring back all of the documentation and evidence concerning it to the proper authority, the person who was abusing their authority can have their title stripped from them. And sometimes pride can build up in a person so much to where they've been doing it for so long or they've been in a position of ruling and reigning for so long that they don't feel that and they have obtained certain amount of wealth or fame or status that they don't even see the possibility of somebody being able to knock them off their top or somebody being able to come get them out of that position or them lose the possibility of them even losing said headship or positioning because pride blinds your eyes it boasts up your heart and blinds your eyes to the point where can't nobody touch me can't nobody do nothing to me I just move how I want to move and disrespect Anybody, how I want to disrespect anybody, not tend to what I need to work on in my traumatic issues or childhood issues that stem to my adulthood. Like, it's 
is reasonings behind it. But spiritual blindness is a big part of moving in pride and understanding that pride come before the fall. You know, so you want to be careful of even allowing yourself, of even allowing a position, status, or wealth to make you feel that you are untouchable in corruption. Yeah, you untouchable as long as you in righteous standing with Father God and you working on that relationship with him. You actively in the midst of working on that relationship with him. Because he going to protect you. He protect us even when we done went astray or backslid. So you know you definitely going to have protection if you're doing your part with him. And you trying to be aware of what corruption looks like spiritually and physically. And moving, trying your best to move with integrity and honesty. When you holding certain leadership titles or positions. Whether or not you are a leader or not, just in general. Because... Remember, an authority is not, because some people hear authority and they think of police or, you know what I mean, just straight up like police or something of that type of field. But you got spiritual authority, you got physical authority. You got some officers who don't have a spiritual authority, but they have a credential of an authority. There are some people who have a spiritual ranking that's higher than even some high authorities. It just depends on the mantle that's on their life, the anointing that's on their life, and whatever their destiny and purpose is filled with. What God leading them at and how big it is. And how big it is can look different for everybody because the positioning of a person or the building or or the channel or whatever it is that they give their business from or do their business at it can be perceived as small but the range is far it, it goes far it extends further than the eyes view or minds perspective per, the minds view as well like, because you will look at the person like, oh, they only got this many subscribers. But the range that their messages go far extends even some individuals who already have thousands of subscribers. And that baffles some people, but it's the truth. Just how you can have people who are popular, but there is a person who may be a loner and more popular than the person who is in the spotlight and has a whole bunch of people that they you can tangibly see. Some people have a lot of supporters that you can't tangibly see. They can't even tangibly see their supporters. And sometimes it's meant to be set up like that.
what else did I want to say? Um, understand that people. This is what I want to say. If you're not, if you're not gonna move and use move in your anointing and authority that was granted to you by God in a respectable manner, God can take it from you. And no man, no woman can take it from you, but God can take it from you. He can allow it to be arrested. He gonna he can just strip it from you to where you won't even be able to use that that anointing and see that whatever comes to fruition concerning your anointing. So you want to be careful not to be. It's not all about what people think concerning you. It's what God think concerning you. Though you want, you want, it is your intention to move and present yourself respectfully. But that same manner that you present yourself publicly, it should be befitting of you and how you move behind the scenes. Even when you're talking with your friends, you should be able to hold that same type of respect. So it will not be used against you in a time of you being unawares or you believing you can trust this individual and say this what's on your mind and think it's not going to get out and it get out. How you present yourself in the public is how you should be able to present yourself behind the scenes and even when you with your associates or people you consider friends. And I say that to say Sometimes you having, let me see, sometimes you making somebody an enemy just because somebody who you like is an enemy to that person, that is going to be a, that can be an error to you because that same person that you made an enemy just because that person didn't like them and you not really knowing where their disdain is stemming from. And then later on down the line, you ain't realizing that some way, shape, or form, this person who I allow myself to not like was a key to the door of one of the doors or at, or an elevation point that you would have to come to need or meet. Now, whether you make that known or not, the, the the truth will be God knows because that's how God set it up to where he will make you have to need somebody who you didn't think you would need. Or he will make you have to encounter somebody that you didn't think you would ever have to encounter them or work with them or Whatever it is that he bring you back around to them for. 
and it'll be something where it's a help to you. Say, for instance, if you in a certain industry and you actively in that industry and a person who you consider you admire or, or like and you build a certain relationship or connection with them and they don't like the, another individual who's in the industry, but that other individual who in the industry, they could be an important key player, meaning not play games, but one who can help elevate you in the career that you actually trying to pursue and help you meet the goal that you actually working on. And this person who telling you they don't like that person, but you ain't realizing that that person holds that type of power or status. And you listening to everything that this other person is saying about that person. And then you put your two cents of negativity into it. And then it gets back to that person. Now they looking at you like, now why should I give you the okay? Or why should I grant you access or give you the pass or whatever it is? And they just say no. Because they remember what what you said about them with your friend in a time when they already was going through a hard time in their life. But it was perceived that that person had more fame or that person had more clout or that person had more tangible blessings than the person than the other person who actually held the power who actually possessed all the resources and things that you need to get to your next level now they already at the levels that they're going to and reach certain status that you haven't got to yet this is why you can't idolize people no matter who they is because that idolization can hurt you if you don't realize it's idolization and you jumping into their conflict and disliking somebody else just because they dislike somebody else. Now, if y'all both got this thing for somebody because that person both disrespected you both, like they ain't do nothing to you. I mean, like they that individual actually disrespected you both and that's y'all both aware of it. Because it was blatantly disrespectful to you or came against you. Um, whatever it is. That's going to kind of be different. But if you know you ain't had no issue with this person. You ain't had no beef with this person. And it, st- it solely stemmed from whatever your friend said or whatever your associate said. Stay out of certain things. Don't You, you don't have to put your two cents in. Because you'll never know how your two cents come bite you in the behind. Or how that person throw you under the bus and say, oh, well, such and such said this. But they ain't never said the part that they they said to you for you to have that response concerning it. You'll never know how people have set you up. And how people move funny in certain industries anyways. Because everybody don't got a forgiving heart to where they be like, well, I forgive and I just get in the past and then bless them with the resources and, and help them out and all of that. Nah, 
It don't always work like that. And sometimes gotta let it play out in a bad in a bad manner so that you can see the error in your flaws or, or your faults of whatever you did that got you to that conclusion with that person. If you know a person is doing corrupt or evil things to somebody and you get them past, get them past and keep them exalted and keep exalted them within your heart, idolizing them, that gets you in trouble with Father God, especially when you have certain mantles on your life and it, it's still account against you if you are sleep to the fact that you have been granted that mantle as well because just because you unaware that you carry a certain anointing gift, talent, ability mantle that's given to you by God or inherited through you, through your birthright promises so sometimes when you hear people talking about the birthright promises and inheritance and it being stolen or somebody trying to steal it. Sometimes it's not the a tangible um, thing. Sometimes it's somebody trying to tamper with your anointing or a gift that isn't due to you, inherited to you through the bloodline that's due to you, your birthright, that something that your siblings wouldn't receive because it's due to you and because people pry into other people's personal spiritual matters like that that's personal where you trying to figure out somebody anointing in what spiritual inheritance or physical inheritance or the fact that they can just see that you're getting an inheritance they're not realizing that the inheritance birthright inheritance is it's more spiritual, but it's going to have tangible blessings attached to it. But it's more spiritual. And they just be so focused on trying to stop it that they don't understand that you can't really stop God birthright promises of a mental spiritual inheritance that's going to reap tangible harvest for an individual you can delay it you can try to delay it you can cause delays you can cause roadblocks and all of that type of stuff but it's only until the time that it's becoming aware to them once god bring it to their awareness and they praying and they doing their part it ain't gonna be the delay that the end that the enemy may think or it's not going to be the block that the enemy thinks you're not going to be blocked on every corner like the enemy will profess out of their mouth concerning you people don't want nobody talking against their success or abundance or endeavors or breakthroughs in that manner but they'll get up there publicly talking about blocked on every side about somebody you Got to be careful who you come in in agreement with because you think they're talking about your enemy because they will be talking about their enemy. 
prophesying or speaking spells to block that person. And they want your agreement, but they want to be with your mind and make you think that they they telling you something about your enemy. And because you still mad about whatever your enemy had done to you, you like, good, that's why that's good for them, this and this and this. But whole time, God looking at you like, no, see, you don't have to go through this lesson again. Because he got to get you to the point of your mindset ain't stuck on sin or gloating or boasting in your enemy not doing good. Sometimes that's why he don't even tell us when he did chastise the person that was really coming against you. And you thinking that God ain't never moved for you, but he did. He just ain't tell you because he know that you was going to be prideful about it. And he didn't want you to fall to that snare concerning that test or that lesson because you would have had to repeat it again. Sometimes God be sparing us by not giving you certain revelation of how he did chastise your enemy. No matter how it may be, how you may perceive it or how it may look, God loves you. And he ain't just going to let nobody hurt and harm and keep coming against you. Though it will feel like that if you're in certain situations. But sometimes it's being fueled by your attention that you're giving to it. And sometimes it's. Being, let me see how to say this. And sometimes it's it's just that long of a spiritual battle. Or because you're not laying the burden of it down to Father God. You're not giving it to him fully. You're trying to fight it on your own accord. And some, by, some battles and some fights are too big for you to handle. Sometimes, you know, God don't even want us to even have the rebuttals back. He just want to get you to the point where you can ignore it. And it's going on for so long because you're not ignoring it. You you keep putting your two cents in about it. You know, so you got to be aware of it concerning yourself. And it's easily, it's easier said than done depending on how much warfare is being waged at an individual. But God won't leave you hanging. And just as he chastised you for your wrongs, he gonna chastise them for theirs. Whether they believe in the same God that you believe in or not, they will not go unchastised. I can guarantee you that. They might think that it's somebody doing some witchcraft on them and the whole time it's just God's judgment. Ain't nobody burning no candle on you. Ain't nobody burning nothing on you. Ain't nobody chanting nothing. It's just straight up God judging you. And some people don't believe that it's even a real God that they don't believe he'll be against them 
for the evil and corrupt things that they do. They'll want to blame somebody else. But the whole time, they work towards that judgment. You work towards that judgment, child. I don't know what you talking about. Ain't nobody do nothing to you. People want to blame you because they lost something. But they was the one that came against you and was waging spiritual war on you to take something from you. Whether they were successful in taking it or not. But then to blame you because they took something from you. And then they lost some of important, more importance than what they took from you. And then they don't want to blame you because they lost something important. Thinking that, oh, I know because I know that he was mad because I'm with his ex. Or oh, I know she mad because I'm with his ex. And because the, I'm with her ex because this and blah, blah, blah. And because I got this and because I got that whole time. You like, thank you. I'm glad that you got that big because that ain't even my ex in the first place. Or you ain't really taking nothing that... You ain't taking nothing because I walked away from the person. Or that wasn't even my person in the first place. Depending on what a per- where you fall at in the scenario, right? Or because some people really don't think that it's consequences to you breaking up relationships. It's consequences to you seducing somebody else's spouse and doing things to turn the wheel in your favor so that you get said person and block the other person out of what they had going on. It's consequences to all of that. You might not think that the consequences will be as harsh as you losing a child, but if you ain't know the detriment of that connection that you broke up, you just felt you was better, God will come and confound the wise in you. You would want to blame that person. Oh, that person made me lose this. Or or they was waging war on me when I was pregnant. Or they was doing this. And the whole time, no. That was the consequence of the sin. Because if they were together and you came in as a third party, but they was together, even if that was just boyfriend or girlfriend, and you broke up the relationship and you cast spells on that person, or you said you was pregnant by that person to get them to stay with you and they was finna leave you, all of that manipulation that you did, whether it was sympathy, whether it was actual acts of witchcraft, tactics and stuff, everything that you did be counted against you. Because you shouldn't even been brought in as the third will and accepted that. If you can't make somebody say, choose me or her, and stand on that, you don't got as much self-esteem as you may portray. Or you're not as confident in your ability to have him actually choose you or have her actually choose you. Don't come into nobody's relationship as a third wheel. Now, if they're they accepting of you and that's how y'all set up, then that's y'all. You know what I mean? But, I mean, don't go into no relationship. Or a third-party situation with the mentality of, I'm going to take this person man. Or I'm going to take this person girl. Because it's, it's going to come back to you in one way or another. It might not even show up to you in the same manner that of the sin that you partook in. It will be something different and harsher. Because you don't know the detriment of what you messed up or what you broke up. And 
you casting spells on somebody or lying to somebody and telling them that you're pregnant or having to go lie, pay people, spread rumors and come tell them that these people are saying this about that person so you can get the person. All of that is extreme measures. So consequences that will come to you will be extreme. And it can look like you losing a child. It can look like you losing family members. It can look like you losing an important job. It can look like you losing status and fortune. And you will be trying to figure out what you did in life that could have caused you so much wrong. And you not realizing that relationship that you got. And you got him so rooted up or binded or cast so many spells on him. The fact that you got his will bound up like that. The fact that you broke up a connection. And you did it through manipulation. If he can't just come to you. Something is wrong. If she can't just come to you, something is wrong. If you got to do some form of manipulation to get them, something is wrong with you. And until you actually work on that, you can get the person, you can bind their will, and they could be with you forever. But within their heart and in their soul, they will want to get away from you. They will feel trapped within themselves, but just move along like a mule because their will is bound. And at that point, you're dealing with whatever entity of the concoction that you conjured. Speaking to you through that person. Having sex with you through that person. Then you looking at this person, they aging fast, they getting sick, they getting crippled. Because it's an effect of that demon that you got possessing them in order to bind their will to fulfill your own selfish heart's desire to keep them bound to you. You doing love spells on them. You enchanting them with spirits. The further away they is from Father God and seeking relationship with them, the more doors and gateways and windows up to their soul are open for that demon to actually possess them and not just be pursuing them or attached to. Because you know there's a difference to have a demon lurking your or entities lurking your environment versus one actually attached to you energetically versus one actually possessing the inside of your flesh where your soul is supposed to reside and how can if you're if the more and the more time that that demon spend in that flesh the there's a stronghold that grows and that person's soul becomes more spiritually arrested in different many aspects because different layers of your soul so you'll be making them lose their soul in order to stay with you that way you get the, the Jezebel and the Ahab type of scenario to where Jezebel is one out of control, and what she say go, and the man he'll be so out of there and do everything that she telling him to do, even if it's of harm to him. He's so spiritually blinded and bound to what her word trump his word in all aspects of the the relationship and conversation, cause. 
your voice is supposed to be important in your relationship if you're a woman and the man. Both of you should value each other's voice equally. Because just because you the head, though, if you ain't saying something that's making sense of, or you ain't keeping us safe, you can't expect for her to want to follow your word all the time. If she done followed you and you done made her hit the brick wall like five times already, a person is going to be weary about letting you be that lead or head concerning your word and your actions because all of it is supposed to line up. Some men don't have that leadership already within them. Some women don't either. But they play the, some people play the roles as though they do until you get in relationship or connection with them. And then you find out. Um, what else was it? I think that's it for this message. Let God lead your steps. Understand that sometimes relationships don't work out because they were only there for you was only in the relationship to learn whatever lesson it was for you to learn. And however y'all parted ways, it doesn't necessarily make it your fault and it doesn't necessarily make it their fault, depending on what happened. Sometimes everything happened and played out exactly how it was so that Father God can get you on the path that you're supposed to and get them on the path that they got to be on or the path that you choose each individually. Because sometimes you don't end up on the path that God wanted you on. You end up on whatever your heart desire was pursuing or chasing. The man God got for you, you will not have to cast a spell to have him love you or give you attention. The woman God got for you, you will not have to cast cast a spell to get her to come to you, respect you, or love you, or be faithful to you, vice versa. The person God has for you is going to see the beauty in you however you look. If you heavyweight, if you slim, if you thick, if you in between, however you look, however you built, the one guy got for you going to accept all of that about you. If you're dark skin, he gonna set, he gonna accept you as your dark skin glows. If you light skin, the one guy got for you gonna accept you as your light skin glows. They're gonna see the beauty of you, not based off of. Light skin, black, Asian, Puerto Rican, Mexican, um, Spanish, whatever you want to say, African, Egyptian, Israeli. The one guy I got for you, all of that ain't even going to be at the forefront. They're going to see you. They're going to want to know you. 
They gonna want you. They gonna love everything about you, even if you you don't even be doing nothing. You be in the house chilling or doing stuff. Go do your errands and come back to the house. They gonna love everything about your boring self. Cause it's not gonna be boring to them. Because they like you. Because they love you. Because they want you. They're going to see the goodness in it versus you got somebody like, oh, this person always home. They always boring. They this and they this. No, that's just your outside perspective. People be having, if you home and you always bored, you need to find something to do. Most people have, they, they in the comfort of their home, they good. It's stuff to do in the house. Everything exciting doesn't always reside with you happen to leave your house. Because you make the fun wherever you go. It's you. A person, you can go to a theme park and have no fun. But everybody around you is having fun. You can be in the house and having fun. And everybody else around you, they ain't having fun. Because it's, the fun resides in you. And what you got going on, how you are, it's you. That's going to keep that person entertained or not. And they either going to bring the best out of you. Or... If they see that you always be home, they're going to treat you out or invite you places or be there with you. Because if it's meant to be, it's going to be. You won't have to do all the extra manipulative stuff. And some people, they just manipulative by nature. Like... They just driven by manipulate, being manipulative. And you got to break that off of you. And you got to become aware that you are that type of individual so you can work on it. So it don't be of harm to you in the long run. You should have a problem if a man only told you because you was wealthy. But his his heart is residing with somebody who you consider yourself more than because of that wealth. You should really look at the reality. Are you with me because you love me? Or are you with me because of the money? Because there's some women who entice men just by the money. If the man is less wealthier than them. And they'll keep him there by threatening him to not give him the money no more. Or set him up, whatever evil, wicked plan or motive that they come up with. But they're paying that person to be with them. They're paying that person to look like they go on vacations all the time. They're paying that person to look like they in this happy relationship, uploading a couple pictures. and But they're paying that person. And their heart really reside with somebody else. Whether male or woman. Male or female. But there's some females that's doing this. Who really think that they better than somebody. But you. How can you. How. If his heart reside with that person. And, and that person. He ain't even required them to have all of that. But he. Re, he only got with you based off of that. And he only stand with you based off of the money that you got. 
you gotta reevaluate how you moving and what you accepting. Cause if you took the money out of the equation with with whatever how he be acting towards you or, and for you, would it be the same? Or however she was acting, if if you took the money out of the equation with the female, would she act the same way? One thing that I also know, notice, a lot of, when they try to do that, oh, well, you know, as a black man, I only want to date this type of race. Or these white men that do it to whatever color you is. I just seen it recently with black men doing it. But it's a lot of races of people who do it. Or they'll go across seas or wherever to get a foreign woman. Whatever national, whatever nationality that she is outside of their own race, and then say all the negative about their own race, no matter whatever the race is, because I seen white men do it too. I seen all the colors do it, and then downcast the woman of their own race to uphold the other woman. But when they present themselves to the woman, other uh, from the other cross seas or wherever the person is from. They present themselves as wealthy, with money, with something to offer. Go over there with that same energy, that broke energy, with that same selfish mentality, with that same downcasting mentality of how you act in your own native country. And be like that over there, with how you treat the same the women of your own race. Go with that same type of persona and see if you able to pull that same woman who is just do you understand what I'm trying to say a lot of times they only get chosen by them women because they got that money she looking for stability and he looking for whatever motive that he got going on that he bewitching himself about because a lot of the time, it don't be for the reason that you think it be, oh, because they're just good women. It don't be because of that. It be because of some type of fetish. Just be real about that. Because if you only dated people, who women, who wasn't cooking for you and they weren't cleaning, that was somebody, the choices that you was choosing. They ain't got nothing to do with that race of women as a whole. That was your choice that you was attracted to. You kept attracting women that was lazy or only wanted to use you for your money. You're going to find that in any culture, no matter if you go across seas or stay right in whatever country that you're in. So sometimes you got to just see game for whatever game is and be able to see the motives behind why people doing stuff. And sometimes it's just to break down women of certain cultures or, or ethnic groups or races of whatever color. They want to make they... They want to make all American women feel like they don't be cooking and they don't be cleaning the whole time. It's too many. It's it's too many good women 
where you at. But for you to have to downcast them all in order to get one from over here, something is wrong with you. Just say you hadn't found one that fit you how you wanted to be fit or whatever it was that you was looking for. 